Welcome to the Santos Says Podcast. I'm your host and your boy, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Make sure you check us out online at Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's sportswear and urban apparel. Uh, S-A-N-T-O-S-T-H-R-E-A-D-S.com. Check us out. Subscribe, get your uh, first, get a discount off your first purchase, 15% off. I almost forgot how to spell Santos Threads, if crazily, crazily enough. Um, here with you guys once again, episode numero 10, episode number 10. Now, why am I saying it in numero 10? Well, this is a Latino-based project that we always do. I'm a Latino, but this particular episode, we're going to get into some stuff. Why? I'll explain. First, though, make sure you guys follow me also on Instagram at Santos Thread Shop and on Facebook at Santos Thread Shop Official. I don't plug those too often, but um, as far as the Facebook, but it's there. It's there if you're on Facebook and you want to follow me, all that good stuff. And away we go. Down to business. Episode number 10. On this episode, I will explain and I will tell you why I do not like the term Latinx and why I refuse to to identify with the term Latinx. So I will let you guys know why. I will give you my opinion on the term Latinx and why I do not like to use it and I refuse to identify as someone who is Latinx. Now, I'll explain what I mean. So, um, and also I I will get into that. I'll explain that. And also, um, before I do that, I will give a special message to all my Latinos out there because I feel that, um, I feel like I have to give a message out there to address, uh, what's been going on in the world. And I feel like this is the perfect time. Now is the time with this platform that I feel, um, it is the right thing to do. And I feel that it's, it's, part of my responsibility to do that. So I will be doing that. I will, that will be the first order of business. I will be giving a special, uh, this is a special episode dedicated to the Latinos, uh, slash, if you do identify with Latinx slash Hispanics, uh, Spanish speaking people, and even the non-Spanish speaking people, welcome to episode 10. Welcome to the show. Santos says, so, um, I will do that. I will get into the Latinx term. This is a term that has been um, used over the past couple years, especially prominent in the last four or five years. And it's one of those ridiculous terms that um, that America can't seem to uh, have enough of as far as labeling. You know, as you know, in America, we're, we're constantly labeling groups. We're constantly labeling people, uh, ethnicities, uh, religions, people from different social um, economic backgrounds, so on and so forth. And it's ridiculous. And so before I get into that, I'm going to have, I'm going to dedicate the first portion of this show to the Latinos slash Hispanics. The first part of this show, this is a message for you guys. Cause I felt like I had to do this. So I'm going to get into this first, right? Um, you guys recall the killings last month 
uh, in the Chicago Puerto Rican Day Parade um, of Yasmin Perez and Gio Arzuaga, uh, that couple that was killed uh, last month. And obviously, a lot has happened since then. Um, they've caught the, the uh, suspect or what they believe to be a suspect. I don't know if there's going to be more or if there were, uh, was more than one person responsible uh, for committing the murders. But they, I do know that they, they feel that they've, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they have uh, gotten the first suspect. So, or, or what they believe the main uh, to be the main suspect. Uh, this person was detained over there, uh, over in California, in the state of California, uh, interestingly enough. So let that, that case is what it's going to be, right? Uh, I remember when that first happened, I was so angry. I was angry on so many levels. Um, first of all, regardless of race or ethnicity, the fact that more people continue to, to be murdered in the city of Chicago, um, that is very frustrating. And I'm not a Chicagoan. I'm not a Chicago person. I'm not from there. But just seeing more people die on our streets, being killed for senseless gun violence, that is irritating enough. And, and quite frankly, that bothers me. So knowing that, but it, but in fact, knowing that it was a couple who they were parents, um, they, they had children, they have families, they are sons and daughters of their own family members, right? Of their own parents. And, and, and they have siblings and they have family members and friends that love them very much. And so that bothers me, um, that part of it, you know, especially when you're out celebrating in the Puerto Rican Day Parade out there. And um, it's supposed to be a happy time. It's supposed to be a fun time. You're celebrating your culture. You're indulging. You're dancing, um, playing some music, uh, things like that. Whatever you may be doing, uh, eating some food, representing your heritage, waving your flags. Um, all those things should be in good fun. And so what bothers me the most about this entire case Forget that it took them a little bit of a time, you know, took some time, a couple weeks, whatever, to detain a suspect. Fine. They're doing that. That's fine. I don't want this instance to disappear from our consciousness, Latinos. I repeat, this moment needs to remain in our consciousness. Let's not brush this to, to the side. Okay. I'll explain. The biggest problem with this whole thing is how the media, and I'm not going to name who they are. You can go look it up and you can see who they are. I'm not, I'm not, because I'm not going to be here with an agenda against the media. I'm not. I'm just giving the facts and I'm also stay, telling you all my opinion and how I feel about the matter as far as from my vantage point. Um, the media, you can see it. You can find clips of this, video clips. You can find all kinds of news clips. The media tried to vilify this couple. They vilified this couple by trying to say or insinuate that there may have been gang. They may have been gang related. They may have been street hustlers or um, gangsters or what have you. That when I saw some of these media outlets who they don't even, quite frankly, they don't deserve for me to mention their names because that's how disgusted I am when I saw this. They try to vilify this couple by saying, oh, well, this could have been avoided if they weren't. Um, affiliated to gangs or street affiliated or what have you, whatever it may be. Shame on you guys. Okay. 
Shame on you guys for trying to vilify this couple, this Latino, Puerto Rican descent couple from the inner city of Chicago, who I, um, some of the things that were said by the gentleman who was killed prior to he to him being killed was that he was trying to um, ascend in this world, right? He was trying to make himself better and get a better uh give he and his family a better life. So he was working, he was trying to do the right thing and, and so on and so forth, which is commendable in and of itself, right? But regardless of the fact, even if he was, let's say, for instance, let's just say he was a gangbanger. Let's say Jasmine Perez, uh, his, his girlfriend, was a gang affiliate or or they sold, you know, they, they did... um things that they shouldn't be doing. They said they, they, let's say they, whatever it may be, they were involved in street activities or whatever. That does not justify this killing. Okay. That does not justify this killing. This killing represents more than just a killing of two people in Chicago in a Puerto Rican day parade. No, this represents a lot more than that. This represents more stereotypes being set up for Latinos around this country. This creates, this, this brings more stereotypes. And it's not because of the fact that they were murdered that it'll cause the stereotypes or that will bring more stereotypes. It's the way that the media continues to depict us, us meaning Latinos and stuff like this. Oh, these are just some Latinos and, and, you know, there were some Puerto Ricans. They were in a Puerto Rican day parade. They were probably smoking weed. They were probably gang affiliated. No, or from the, from the inner city. So they just, so what does that mean? That means that those two people deserve to lose their lives because they were from the inner city. Shame on you. All you stupid news outlets trying to continue to vilify us. And this is the crap that I'm tired of dealing with every time that I see, whether it's, um, the throwing of the shade and stuff, like whether it is um, blatant or whether it is subliminally, it's the continual shots that this part of America, um, not necessarily part of America, but this this group of people who want to spin things in the news and depict Latinos in the wrong light. No, you're not, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Okay? Shame on each and every one of you for continuously vilifying us. And mind you, I'm not, this is not a political issue. I want to be clear. This is not a political, this is not about the left. This is not about the right. This is not none of that because I, I promise, I made an oath to myself when I got into this that I wasn't going to discuss politics and I'm not going to. This is a, this is a human issue. This is a, a human being, Latino groups, in this country issue. I know that was long-winded, but that's what this is. All right? This is what's right. This is about what's right. This is about respect. You're going to respect my people. You're going to respect us. Okay? We're not a bunch of savages, a bunch of heathens. We're not a bunch of crooks and criminals. We're not all a bunch of gangsters selling drugs and, the, and bringing keys across the border and, and from from South America or from other countries around the world. No, that's not what it's about. By and large, most of us are hardworking people who come to this country in reach, in search 
a better opportunity of education, economic stability, for the promise of the American dream. There's nothing given to us. That's not the majority. The majority of us are not just sitting back and eating from other people's place. That's not the majority. That's the minority. The majority of us work. The majority of us are hardworking people who, who give a damn, who fight for every little crumb that we have on our plate because we've had it hard. That's what it's been. Now, here's the other issue. Here's the other issue I have. We've come a long way from the times of Cesar Romero. Anyone who might remember, Cesar Romero was Cuban-American guy, and, or Desi Arnaz. Everybody knows the legendary Desi Arnaz. Cesar Romero was the actor, Cuban-American actor, who played the Joker and several other films. He was the, from the original Batman in the 60s. The reason why I bring these people up, or West Side Story, the reason why I, I bring these people up is because it was a different time. They had it hard. They were denied opportunities because of who they were. And Cesar Romero, God bless his soul, tried to blend into the Anglo-Saxon world because he he had, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's, it, you know, I'm not con conde uh, condemning him. I'm not condoning what he did. But what I'm saying is that he did his best to do what he could because he, in that he had to blend in with the Anglo-Saxon world because that was the only way he was going to have an opportunity. So oftentimes he would play like an Italian uh, or, or American or, or kind of like Spanish, Spaniard from, you know, from Europe or something like that because those were the opportunities that were given to him. He was a good-looking guy, and so he seized those opportunities, and he was a damn good actor. But it wasn't the same time. That At that time, it was different. People were, We weren't waving flags yet. Nobody was here waving flags. Uh, Rita Moreno, same thing. Rita Moreno, same thing. All these people had to play a certain part, but they couldn't wave a flag yet because it wasn't cool to do so. Otherwise, they would have they lost their whole careers. I don't fault them for not waving a flag back then. But times have changed. We've evolved. We've come a long way. We've come a long way from those old stereotypes of, of you know, Chiquita Banana with a, with a freaking basket holding fruit on her head. We're past that. We're past the Rico Suaves of the world from the 90s. Even the 90s, we were stereotyped. Rico Suave. Go look, go look at those videos with Rico Suave. Look at that. Even still to this day, I get I get people, non-Spanish speaking people with all due respect, and I love all of you, but I get non-Spanish speaking people who have no idea about our culture who come to me and ask me if I could do the damn Macarena. Like the Macarena came out like 25 years ago. Now, and yes, I used to know how to do the Macarena, but that's not the point. I get people asking me if I do the Macarena, like, bro, if you ask me one more time about the freaking Macarena. The, the Macarena, I am going to slap you twice. I'm not violent, I promise you. But th that's not the point. I got off a little bit on the tangent. But that's not my point. My point is we've come a long way as Latinos in this country. And I say Latinos. I am proud of being Latino. I am proud to be a Puerto Rican. Proud. Super proud. Like You couldn't take that away from me no matter what.
And I said, to everything I do is dedicated to you. Each and every one of you. Everything I do. All you got to do is visit my website, look at my, my social media. You can see everything I do is in tribute to my Latino heritage. Not just Puerto Rican, not just Cuban, not just Mexican. Even African-Americans who have influenced us a lot as well. Part of what I do is also dedicated to your influences in my life. But damn it, Latinos, you're my heart. And that's why, and you guys are really part of what motivates me. To put, to put this all together, to be able to express myself in the form, uh, in the way that I do. And, and so we've come a long way, but we still got a long way to go. People, we need to stop being happy just being at the party. Sometimes there are issues in life that are much greater than a party. We, listen, I'm not going to deny this. Latinos, we, we, we have a damn good time everywhere we go. We love to have a good time. That's part of who we are. We are happy, fun-loving people who love to bring everything in our environments to life. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And we love to have fun. And we should continue to be that way. Loving, family-oriented people who love to have fun. Hardworking, decent. We put our nose down and we grind for it. That's how we do it. That's the real Latino way of doing things. So, but here's the thing. This is what we need to do. This is how we can be even greater than we are. We need to stop being so passive about these issues. We need to lend our voices when we can, as often as we can. There are so many great Latino Americans that have paved the way for us in this country. Some of them, which I've named already, but there are many more. I couldn't even name them all. There are so many who have paved the way for us to live the way we live now, to, to, to be able to express ourselves and to have the opportunities that, we, that, we've, um, that were built for us to have right now. But we need to continue to push that ball along. We need to continue to move it along. We need to continue to, to pass it along to the next generations that are coming. We need to continue to make progress, continue to grow. Part of that is not being afraid to speak about social issues. Part of that is not being quiet when something important arises and when there are people or groups of people who are blatantly targeting us or disrespecting us. Now, again, I said I did not want to touch um, politics and I'm not going to. So I'm going to tread very lightly with, with what I am going to say. Everyone knows that the past, I would say there, there's been an uptick or there was an uptick a couple years back in anti-Latino, anti-immigrant rhetoric. This is not debatable. This is what, whether you're for the right or the left, this is not debatable. There are, there's uh, statistical evidence to back this up. My, my point here is not to condemn whoever allowed it. My point is to paint the picture to show to, for you all to understand that things go back, you know, things can always come back. And, and we've had to live through things over the past couple of years where there's been instances where Latinos have been told not to speak Spanish 
They can't speak Spanish in this area, that they only speak English in this area. So just when we thought that these times were over, that these type of instances were over and they that we were past all of that, these type of events have resurfaced over the past, uh, prior to last year, I would say, probably dating back to 2020, 2019, 18, 17, those years. Um, you would read every day about instances about anti-Latino or Hispanic rhetoric. And these are the things that are unacceptable that we should not have to deal with. And that I feel that we don't, and I, and I mean this with peace and love and respectfully, that we can do a better job about speaking out about these things. We need to get ourselves together. We need to get right when it comes to social issues. We can't be afraid of talking about these things. Again, you don't have to align yourself with a political party. I am not. What I'm saying is this, this transcends all of that. This is beyond, this supersedes any political party you can mention, independent, whatever. This is about right and wrong. And the right thing to do is always defend yourself and to not let people step all over your, your, your damn heritage your people, your ancestry, your bloodline, your culture. It's okay to carry it on your chest, to carry it in your heart. Those ancestors that came before you, those family members that you have, those grandparents, great-grandparents, parents have paved the way for all of us. They paved the way for you too. Never lose sight of that. They struggle so that we can have a better life here. And, and that's what it is. And we, in turn, it is our obligation, as they blew the doors open for us, it's our obligation to continue to create more opportunities for the next generation of Latino Americans here. The next generations and the next generations create more opportunities. I never, I'm never content when I, you know, whenever I would go somewhere in my career and I'm, I'm stepping into an office or a field, and I'm one of the few Latino people there. That bothers me. I'm not happy about that. Like, I know there's some people who celebrate and go, oh, I'm not, I'm a Latino here, blah, blah, blah. I'm with, you know, affluent. Um, I may be with affluent whites in this in this job. And oh, I'm I'm celebrating. No, I'm not. I, that doesn't make me happy. That does not make me happy. That motivates me. If nothing else, that motivates me. That motivates me to want to continue to push boundaries. And that should motivate you as well. And so we need to continue to grow the way we have. Channel the, the power of our ancestors who paved the way for us. Down with those stereotypes of us being thugs and uh, drug seller, uh, sellers of drugs and narcotics and transporters of things like that, or pimps or, or wife beaters, things like that. No, that's not what we're about. We're educators, we're workers, we're entrepreneurs, we're mothers, we're fathers, we're grandfathers, we're domino players. We are guitar players. We're conga players. We're mariachi players. We're boxers, we're baseball players, we're soccer players, we're basketball players. We're doctors, we're lawyers, we're actors, we're singers, entertainers, 
We're podcasters. I'm just saying. So I think that we're much more than, than what we give ourselves credit for. And with that being said, also, before I get into my point about Latinx, um, I want to make sure that we all know that right now, you know, and I'm not Cuban, just to be clear. Um, my heart is with the Cuban American community because I see what they're going through. Like I, I, I've known Cubans. I know what, I can't say that I know personally firsthand how they feel or what it must feel like, but I try my best to, to empathize with them, you know? And so I join them in their sentiments for what's going on right now over there and worldwide, the protests going on, the, the, um, the marching, the demonstrations from Spain to the same city of Havana to Florida to up here in New York, worldwide, all for the movement of SOS Cuba and, and fighting for that cause. And that warms my heart that everybody's getting together, but we need more help. We need people to all get together. All the Latinos need to get together to support these people during this movement because this is a game changer. This is... Right now, there are there's freedom at stake with what's going on over there in Cuba. Freedom is at stake. There are lives at stake. We, you know, the people have a chance to change everything forever, the trajectory of the country, the freedom of the country and its people. And so I'm pulling for you. When I say you, I'm referring to the Cuban American community, the Cubans worldwide, eh, los cubanos que viven allá en, en Cuba y también en Miami, um, a nivel mundial también. Um, all of you, you guys gotta know que yo lo estoy apoyando 100%. And, and, and that's what it is. I'm supporting you 100%. So let's get to Latinx. Uh, why I don't like the term Latinx. So as I said earlier in the show, um, it was a couple years ago I had taken a job. I'm not going to say where, but um, I was working somewhere. I had taken a job working somewhere uh, where we did events. We had a lot of, um, uh, we did a lot of big events. Uh, this was a public figure and we did a lot of big events. And I remember when we were planning the event, stumbling across the name and this was only a couple years ago and i remember stumbling across the name of the event we were planning um they had just come up with the name for the event um this was going to be a big event of a couple hundred people uh refreshments drinks the whole thing right uh we were gonna have guests and so i look at the name of the event we're working on like the um promotional uh the promotional pamphlets and things like that for this event it was called a latin x heritage uh, what is it? Latinx heritage event, something like that. This was the first time I heard of the word Latinx. This was like a couple years ago. I scratched my, my head. I read this. I said, I had to ask my, my boss at that time. I asked her, what the heck is Latinx? I asked her, what is Latinx? And she broke it down for me. And I said, I refuse to identify with this term. I am not Latinx. And she said, okay. But this is, 
um, this is a newer term that is supposed to be politically correct. I'm like, no, this term is offensive. <laughs> I'm offended by this term. You're making me sound like I'm a Hispanic slash Latino robot or something, or some sort of a generic drug, like Latinx. Like, what is this? And so I had to go back and do some homework and find out what the heck does this word mean, Latinx. And I found out after doing research that less than 3% of the Latino slash Hispanic population actually uses this word. This word was set up to be gender neutral. Um, so it doesn't have any, you know, uh, pronouns or anything. So it's supposed to be gender neutral. Now, I have a problem with this. Now I'm offended by this term. First of all, don't call me Latinx. I'm not a Latinx. I, 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 you know, this is, this word is, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Okay. That's number one. Number two, the term Latino is gender neutral. This is how I know. This is how I know. And with all due respect, without offending anybody, this is how I know the person or people who invented the term Latinx are not Hispanic or Latino or Spanish speaking at all. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, this is how I know. Because anybody with a brain or anybody, anybody with a brain who speaks and understands or has basic comprehension of Spanish knows that the term Latino is gender neutral. Uh, am I missing something here? What am I missing? Lati I let me repeat this. Anybody with half a brain who speaks Spanish or has comprehension of the Spanish language understands that the term Latino or Hispano, Hispanic, are gender neutral terms. See, let me break something down for you. So this is how I know that somebody who, the people who invented Latinx have nothing to do uh, have nothing better to do and, and really need to get lives. So this is this is how you know that they're non-Spanish speaking people who made up this term. That's how you know. Because they would know that Latino or Hispanic, uh, Latino or Hispano in Sp is Hispanic in Spanish, are gender neutral. In the Spanish, in the Spanish language, the O, okay, the letter O which is the same in English as it is in Spanish, O encompasses masculine and feminine. I repeat, the O in the Spanish language, ask anybody, they'll tell you, look it up, the letter O. So you hear a word with O, like when you're saying Latinos, that encompasses men and women. That is gender neutral. The term Hispano or Hispanos, multiple Hispanics, right, encompasses both genders. So now I hit, so now I know the question is going to come up. Santos, what if the person doesn't identify with a gender? That's when you throw a monkey wrench into the whole thing. Then you can, I guess, I would assume then in that case, yes, use the term Latinx if, if that makes you happy. Use the term if that's what you feel. If you feel that defiant about it and you feel that um, Latino or Hispano does not encompass, does not identify or help to, um, you do not identify with these terms, then that's fine. So be it. That's a different situation. I, I'm not knocking that. But I'm just speaking by and large. These people who, you know, 
this is clearly look this is this uh this term was invented by somebody who's non-spanish speaking there's no doubt in my mind about it i mean is this what we are in society where we're just got we just got to invent the term for everything like everything doesn't require a term you don't need a a, a categorization for everything especially you know you ever heard the term if it ain't broke don't fix it latino works latino works fine it works Hispano, if you're Hispanic, it works fine. You know, um, now I understand over the years, and there's several other categorizations of, of our people as well. Like you got people who call themselves Spanish, even though they're not Spanish from Spain. They just say, you know, Spanish speaking people. Um, obviously, in other states where you have uh, Mexican Americans, they might identify themselves as Chicanos, um, which is great as well. I also heard the term of Chicanex. I don't know how true that term is or how much people use that term. Um, I'm curious to know anybody out there, everybody watching on the YouTube, make sure uh, on the YouTube or if you're catching the audio version uh, via Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Amazon, Apple Music, Stitcher, uh, please let, let me know. In, uh, indulge me or anybody watching this video on YouTube, uh, comment below. Um, have you ever heard of the term Chicanex? Um, I believe I've heard that, or, or if that term is being utilized uh, by Chicano Amer uh, Chicanos uh, around the country. So I that term just, just, it doesn't go with me. I don't like it, especially, and it makes me uncomfortable when somebody who I know is a non-Spanish speaking person or, or of, of the heritage coming up with these terms, because you know what? You don't speak for me. You don't speak for me. You don't speak for me. You don't speak for my son, my daughter. You don't speak for my brothers, my parents. You don't speak to. You don't speak for any any of us. Okay, so cut it out. Okay, chico. So um, that's that's what I got. So I felt like I had to make an episode about that again. Um, everybody out there, make sure you subscribe. On, um, man, I, I should have said this earlier in the episode, but I didn't. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. We're growing. We're growing fast. Um, I appreciate everybody who's been listening on the, the weekly, uh, whether it's the audio version or the YouTube version. Just type in the search bar, the Santo Says Podcast. You will see my big melon uh, on the videos, so uh, on the uh, thumbnails. So I just wanted to say uh, I appreciate uh, all of you listening, let's see, wait, wait, I might have one more thing to say. Uh, no, I got nothing else. So that was it. That's my little rant. I kept this episode pretty brief, but, um, again, make sure you check out Santos-Threads.com for the latest and greatest in our urban sportswear apparel for men and for women. Uh, we got tees, we got, uh, shorts for men, for women, sets, short sets, uh, we got hats, we got all kinds of things, and I'm um, I'm working on that fall collection as well. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. I mean, I'm I'm planning to do some do it big for the fall. So I'm looking forward to introducing uh, our fall collection for Santos Threads, and um, I'm very proud that we've got up to episode number ten. I appreciate everybody who's been rocking with me, whether you've been rocking with me from since episode one, or whether you just started listening today, or Whatever the case may be, I appreciate you listening. And uh, definitely stay tuned. There's more stuff to come, more episodes to come, more 
uh, great merch apparel to come. Uh, look forward to continuing to uh, do this. And, uh, and away we go. So, as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest. Peace.